0: Let's dive in now. Welcome back, Savvy Souls, ready to sit down and have a coffee with me. That's what I often imagine that you and I are doing as I deliver this podcast. So I hope it feels that way to you. So when I start working with someone new, a common obstacle we need to do a lot of work on at the beginning is this idea of prioritizing themselves. So my guess is this is familiar to most of you, especially if you've been socialized as a woman, you were taught early on to take care of other people, to worry about what other people think, to not make anyone else feel bad, to be nice, and above all, to not be selfish, to be soft and not confrontational, to keep quiet, to be pleasant. I think these lessons run pretty deep. I say that women are socialized like this, but I know a lot of guys that this happens for too. And so when we begin our coaching process together, a lot of my clients really struggle with the idea that it would be good to prioritize themselves. They think of that as being selfish. So if you've ever struggled with this idea yourself, or you immediately don't want to listen to an episode about prioritizing yourself, I'm asking you to please stay with me here. Hang in, because I'm going to take my lawyer brain and trot out the arguments in favor of you starting to prioritize yourself. Today, you're going to get to be the judge, and I'm the lawyer. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to convince you. So most of you who tune into this podcast are listening because you're not already leading the exact life you want. You haven't already fashioned a career where you're doing the exact work you want. You have an inkling there's something more, but you don't know exactly what that something more is. Or you do know, but you don't think it's possible. You just don't think it's available to you. So pause this recording for a moment and ask yourself... Why don't I already have the career I want? Why haven't I already started to pursue that dream I've been holding on to? Why haven't I taken the time to explore what I really want yet? The answer is usually in some form or fashion that you simply haven't prioritized what you want, what you need, or what you're thirsty for. Instead, you're caught up in the day-to-day grind Meetings with your boss, clients needing answers, your kid's hockey schedule, your best friend wanting to attend two events with her this week because she's worried her ex will show up, your spouse asking again if you could please take a weekend trip away with him or her. You spend your time doing all the things you should do. You're basically caught in the wind of other people's agendas. What you're not doing is taking the time you need to think about things, explore what matters to you, what makes you tick, what you truly desire. Those desires pop up sometime in the middle of the night, but you push them down and redirect your attention towards solving the problems of the day, typically satisfying someone else's needs and what they want you to do. So we come to reason number one for prioritizing yourself. If you spend all your time focused on other people's problems, for sure, you're not discovering the meaning to your own life. You're not listening to yourself. You're not following the breadcrumbs that would take you in a new direction. You're too busy to see all the clues. Now, for the second reason for prioritizing yourself and what you want instead of catering to everyone else. And it has to do with my favorite topic, your creative soul. You're a human. By definition, that means you have the capacity for creativity. Now, I'm not talking here about like being an artist or a writer, screen, screenplay writer, or anything else that's traditionally creative. I'm talking about your capacity as a human being to create something new. You were born with the gift of imagination. You can imagine things that aren't in the room now. For example, imagine I'm giving you a slice of a juicy lemon right now, imagine that. And imagine yourself biting into that lemon. Imagine the juice squeezing into your mouth. Do you feel a reaction in your mouth? Do you feel saliva coming in? Just from imagining something in your mind, that's a demonstration of your creative capacity, the ability to create something in your head that doesn't already exist in the world. Similarly, you can use that creative capacity to imagine you in the future. You can be anywhere, doing anything in your imagination. Your ability to imagine yourself in a new, desirable future is an important and necessary tool to use to actually create that future. But here's the truth. If you're feeling pressured, harried, busy, you're not going to be in your full creative capacity. Your imagination, your ability to create will be narrow and contained. You silence your creativity or dramatically limit it when you don't prioritize yourself, when you don't take leisurely hours to explore, when you don't schedule big swaths of time for yourself to just be. Your most heightened creativity comes when you allocate enough unagended time in your life to be spacious, to invite your full creative capacity to step in and help you create the life you want. So reason number two to prioritize yourself is that the time you prioritize just for you will invite greater creativity so you can find better solutions and create more desirable outcomes. The third reason to prioritize yourself is that you'll end up feeling better, not worse about yourself when you do. Think about it. When you prioritize other people's needs over your own, you do that because you want to feel good about you. You don't want to feel bad because you've let someone down. You want other people to be pleased with what you do, to think you're performing well. You want to feel good about yourself. You want to say, hey, I'm a good mother. My kid's number one. I make sure to always make her feel special. You want to say, hey, I'm a star employee. My boss knows she can always count on me she knows I'll always do whatever it takes to get it done. Most of all, we don't want to disappoint ourselves by not meeting our own expectations of performing so well that everyone else will be happy with us. So what you're really trying to do by prioritizing other people is to feel good about yourself. But I want you to be honest, to notice that this doesn't work. Because when you're constructing your life to make other people happy with you, it doesn't always work. They can still be unhappy with you because your actions don't control that. They'll be happy with you if they think thoughts that make them happy about you. And they'll be annoyed or disappointed or upset with you if they think thoughts that make them unhappy. You can't control what other people think. So you can't control whether they're happy with you or not. And even if they are happy with the things you do when you're prioritizing them, the part of you that has her own desires that you're ignoring, that part of you will become increasingly unhappy. That part of you will begin to wonder, what about me? That part of you will start to feel resentful. You'll grudgingly show up and wish you were somewhere else. You'll show up, but blame the other person for wanting you to do whatever he or she wants you to do. So in all your efforts to feel good by making the other person happy, you end up feeling grumpy or resentful or judgmental about the other person. You don't end up feeling good at all. And the other person you're trying to please by putting their needs first, they don't get to be with the best version of you. They only get to be with the people pleasing, possibly grumpy, resentful version of you. They get to be with the false version of you because you haven't allowed yourself to share what really matters to you, what's important to you, what your wants and desires are. So if you're a parent, your kids don't get to see the humanness of you. They see you role modeling that what we want isn't important. They don't get to learn that other people don't have to cater to us for us to be happy. They don't get to build resilience, to experiment with failure, to grow through their experiences. If you're an employee, when you don't prioritize yourself, you teach your boss to keep piling on the work, to not be challenged to create a constructive environment that works better for everyone, to explore better ways of doing things. So this third reason to prioritize yourself, to feel better about yourself, notice that all the people pleasing you do does not make you safer, happier, or more content. Prioritizing yourself helps you show up better in your relationships, develop closer connections because you allow people to actually know you, And you give the people around you the honest feedback about the impact and consequences of their choices. They might, often won't, but they might change. But they always will have a chance to learn and grow if they want to. The fourth reason to prioritize yourself is because it's the only way to establish boundaries it's impossible to set effective boundaries if you're not willing to prioritize yourself. That's because boundary setting is uncomfortable. A boundary isn't getting someone else to do something. It is saying to someone, if you do this, then I'll do that. So you say to your client, if you get me this information by Monday, I'll have a chance to look it over and give you an initial assessment before I leave on vacation on Friday. If you don't give me this information by Monday, I won't be able to look at it for three weeks. My staff will be available to answer your questions and help as best they can, but I won't be calling in. And then when your client presents the information to you on Thursday evening, you follow through. You're willing to risk losing the client. More likely you won't, but that doesn't matter because you've prioritized your time off. You've created an environment where that can happen in your world. You've proven to yourself that you can trust yourself. And that's really important for goal setting, moving forward and creating the life you want, instead of just hoping other people will let you do those things. So let's recap savvy souls. You're the judge, and I'm the lawyer making the case in favor of you prioritizing yourself. Reason number one, if you spend your time focused only on other people's problems, you're not creating the time you need to discover the meaning of your own life and what you want to pursue. You're spending all your time living in other people's agendas. Reason number two, if you're catering to everyone else, you're too pressured and harried to allow your creativity to flow. You're not creating the spaciousness you need in your life to access that beautiful and innovative part of your brain. Reason number three, you'll end up feeling better, not worse, if you prioritize yourself. You'll show up better, happier, more fulfilled in your relationships. You'll give people a chance to love you, not who you're pretending to be. You'll be more honest and give other people a chance to grow. And reason number four, you'll be able to set effective boundaries, which will allow you to set goals and work towards them instead of constantly letting yourself down. So savvy souls, what I want most for you is to to discover how to create the freedom you need to become who you want, to wake up and be able to say, I'm glad this is what I get to do today. When you learn this skill of prioritizing yourself, that's when you'll be able to show up in your full brilliance. You'll be living in the full version of yourself. You'll stop and listen and hear your soul sing. So you'll have noticed that in this podcast, I share a lot of my best thoughts I'm sharing thoughts that help me and help my clients, and I hope that you're able to apply some of this and that you're seeing huge changes in your life. But I also want you to not feel bad if that's not happening or it's not happening as much as you want. Most of us need a little help. That's because it's pretty hard to diagnose the ways we're thinking less effectively than we could be. Or the choices we're making that are not serving us. It's really hard to do that. It's really hard to see that what we're believing isn't true because we believe it. And that's why I love one-on-one coaching so much. It's incredible how quickly things can change when a client's in the room with me and I can point out a new perspective she may never have had or even contemplated before. When I can keep pointing her back in the direction of what she's trying to create so she doesn't keep repeating patterns of the past. When I can help her imagine the future she wants so clearly, it becomes real. First in her mind and then out in the world. When I can help her overcome doubts and fears and all the obstacles thrown in her way and keep going. If all those are things you'd love to be experiencing, I'd love to welcome you to join me for a free coaching consultation call. You can book your free call right now by going to www.graced, G R A C E D, as in dog, canvas, C A N V A S dot com, slash work hyphen with hyphen me. Or you can just email me and request a free coaching consultation call at heather at gracedcanvas.com. Again, it's G-R-A-C-E-D as in dog, scom And Savvy Souls, this week, find at least one way to prioritize yourself. See you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together we'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.